as we pause to apply and to embody and to experience the words of the songs, of the prayers, of the daily word, of the reading. And to move beyond the theory that surely God is in this place. Beyond the concept of that, to a radical realization of that. So active in the strength that is inherent in you, atoned in the resilience that is the nature of your humanness, Begin to imagine how you would be and who you would be living out this in the world, in your relationships, your communities, in your families, in your neighborhoods, in your offices, in your careers and professions. and the infinite potential it holds for you, for your own spiritual evolution, for the liberation of your spirit, Be aware now of some knucklehead in your life <laughs> and the temptation to be offended, the temptation to be offended, the temptation to be appalled, this temptation for sadness, for righteousness, for indignation. So notice the allure. Surely the presence of God is in this place. I go inside. Lead me not into the temptation of the mind. Lead me not into the allure of the regressed mind. Deliver me. Deliver me to a new way of being. Deliver me to a new way of responding instead of reacting. Deliver me to the high mind to a mind that's innovative, creative, resourceful, thoughtful. A mind awake in its own power and presence. 
and elimination of the old way irregardless of how tempting it is and how alluring it is <clears throat> to turn away to choose life to choose peace faith in your own strength in your own power faith and love that's inviting me to this new way and exercising your will to create and to be a new way in the world And understanding new understanding awakened understanding and creating new order a big deep breath One more and exhale out this time through the top of your head and imagine your crown open. And imagine today is the day you've waited your whole life for, a day of renewal, a day of being reborn. Day of awakening that I see a new way I see a new possibility I see a new potential so beyond the theories beyond the concepts I go inside and then I express as I have been impressed by God. So I bring God's impression as me, to me, through me, into expression. And always, and all things, all situations, all circumstances, And as you're able, answer out loud, who would you be 
even in the face of the knucklehead. Even in the presence of the knucklehead, even in the behaviors of the knucklehead, who would you be in this awakened, aligned, atoned, aware state? Who would you be? Answer it out loud. Give a word to it. Speak it out loud. How would you be? Calmer, resilient, creative, causative, purposeful, thoughtful, understanding, intentional, calmer, loving, loving compassionate, forgiving, accepting, more joy, laughing, happier, even bliss, free, liberated, lighter. Would this be okay with you? So the world we dream about, speak about, pray about is possible. Through awakening through living out these teachings, this power, this possibility. Big deep breath. Open your eyes as you're ready and willing. Get a sense of being renewed. Get a sense of stepping out of an old skin. You might even do it visually where you unzip from your head down to your toe and zip that and step out of an old skin, an old temptation, an old allure that we're jumping off of an old track, 2,000 year old track, and stepping onto a new track, a new way of being, a new direction. So get a sense of that and the potential that it holds as you, with you, and all the aspects of your life. So we give thanks for this meditative time. We give thanks for this awakening. We give thanks for the practice of meditation. So that our principles, God is. I am that. I am that. I am. God is. I am. I think that way. I pray that way. And I live that way. And so it is. Well, that really concludes the service. <laughs> we can go for potluck. <laughs> Some of us are here, right, for that. So I'm in such delight to be here. So, you know, the root word of the word inspiration, inspire, in spirit. It, that's who you represent to me. To be in spirit, when I get to be in a different unity, primarily unity, every single week for 20 years out in the field doing this. So I get, I see the whole spectrum from A to Z. And there's such life here in your ministry. Are you aware of it? Yeah. Like the life that's here, the life that's rooted in in spirit, in spirit, inspired people living an inspired life, creative, causative, on purpose. 
and with enthusiasm, which means God's breath. God's breath in spirit, in the spirit of that. So then it's contagious. It's contagious in that. So now get, get, a, get a grip of this miracle of this. Any of you tracking what's going on in the church, the phenomena of church? The industry of church? 10,000 closing a year annually for over 20 years. While Unity of Citrus County is doing what? The opposite. So you're miracle makers. Do you have a sense of that? I'm a miracle maker. I'm a part of making miracles. I've been assigned to life to be a miracle maker. So turn to somebody and tell them, hey, you're a miracle maker. You're a miracle maker. You're a miracle maker. I turn back to the same person and say, hey, I'm a miracle maker too. I am a miracle maker too. And get a sense of what happened in your spirit just as you said that. So here we go then to say, okay, then if somebody else could do it, they'd be assigned to it. So then this is our appointment. This is our assignment in life. This is, you know, this small group of committed people, which is the only way it's ever worked in history. All the change that's ever come about came about through a dedicated, devoted, small group of people doing something. So I believe that that's our role, then, our divine appointment, our divine assignment. So you've got all the aspects of thriving ministry here in space. A committed congregation, so you see it like a three-legged stool. The good, strong congregation body, committed, devoted people that understand it's their role and responsibility to see to it the life of the ministry is, is ongoing and solid and thriving. And then the other leg is a leg of a board of leaders, a board of trustees, and stakeholders, staff, and board. You have, so pause for a minute and give thanks and gratitude for your board of directors, board of leaders, those that are here, committed, devoted to this, the life and the thriving nature of this. And then a minister, a credentialed leader, committed to a calling and fulfilling it. So do you have a clear understanding of what a gem this is? Oh, yeah. A treasure? <laughs> and that this is then the perfect arrangement for what's possible, even while this is doing this, that you've got all the makings for not only stability in life, but of a real thriving ministry as an organism, as an organization. So I value you for it. And to encourage you not to take it for granted that just like every other organism in the world, plants, trees, children, people, parents, organisms, that this organism calls for uh, the same type of care, spiritual care, emotional care, physical care, fiscal care, and that you continue to share the responsibilities of that. And regarding the workshop this afternoon, it's called Leaders Training because 
you're all leaders. I mean, you're leading a change in the world. You're leading a change in the conscious evolution of people. Whether you identify with the word leader or not, you're leaders in your families, you're leaders in your neighborhoods, you're leaders in your office places, you're leaders in a, in a, in a desire for commitment and devotion to conscious evolution. So stay if you can. And if you think you can't stay, be sure to. Because <laughs> we're, le we're leaning toward liberation, remember? And it's a couple of hours, and then everything's provided here. So it's not, it's not church leadership-based. It's not about being on the board. It's about being in the world differently and about how to be in situations that I can get boogered up in. Anybody here still get boogered up here? <laughs> yeah, well, the rest of you that didn't raise your hand, check to see if you have a pulse. <laughs> That'll be your clue that you still do. Because nobody's immune from this. You know, we're wired just a hair above an animal. So the, the, the um, allure to get offended, to get appalled, we're just a thought away from it. Have you noticed? <laughs> and, and the brain scientists have proven this. Like we get high off getting offended. Mm -hmm. The same chemicals run through these bodies of somebody taking narcotics when we can be like, oh, did you see the way she looked at me? What about that tone he uses? They didn't invite me to their party. And see, as your mind clears and awakens, then you don't get the invitation to the party, your response would be, oh. <laughs> I've been spared. I've been spared from something else. But the mind that's not clear yet will be like, they After all I've done for them. And then the allure to go back into that. So this is one of my favorite things to do. So just raise your right hand, everybody. Lay it right on your forehead. And just let out some sounds. Like, oh. Because this is what we're dealing with. And we're just a thought away from it. I call it the victim salute. And it'll happen today. Right here in this place, in this holy you'll go over to have some food and it will not lead to your preference. Oh, after all I've done for this church, nobody took care of my gluten-free need today. Right. So it's a living curriculum. Have you noticed that it's a living curriculum and that I'm every single thing that's appearing then is appearing for my salvation mm. and everything that appears is for my liberation that says in this situation how am I going to be with it in this circumstance which path am I going to follow the old painful alluring tempting one regressive animalistic And the inertia of it, 2,000 years old, since recorded time. Or a new path that says, hey, 
go within, go within, go within. Surely the Lord's in this place. <laughs> so that I can pause, presence myself before proceeding. What were those little three Ps? Pause, presence myself, what you may call prayer, like I'm going to pray. Lord, help me not to hit her. Anything <laughs> <laughs> to presence myself, then proceed. And things are going to be different with that. So then it's not just a song about 12 powers or a song about go within, but an application of that. Which is then there's no power until it's applied. And then that's the work of the spiritual masters. Of you, of me, people that are here that not only see this potential but practice living in, going toward this potential and understands it's a direction to go in, not a tick box exercise. So that when you hear someone say, I've done my forgiveness work. <laughs> well, it may not go over well if you laugh like that. <laughs> it's like, oh, let me bring understanding to this. Like, I used to believe that too. Then I realized, no, as long as I'm alive, 70 times 7, there's some of that to do. Always recreating itself. It's like, well, I don't have any mother issues. <laughs> well, tell your face. <laughs> it has not caught up. <laughs> so, you got a little gift when you came in. Did you get this little gift? So this is pictures I take all around the world with my phone. So I do these so that you can see parts of the world you may not have been in through these. And then the little messages, little teachings on there. Because I have a vision to get our teaching to the whole of the planet. Think we can? Because then I can reach this many, and then we can reach this many, and then eventually this many? Maybe. So these are made for that purpose. So if you love it, keep it. Live from it. Put it on your mirror. Apply it. Use it. If not, put it in a greeting card, put it in somebody's mailbox, leave it in the doctor's office, do anything you can to keep this going out into the world. So I believe as a holder of these that you're now a co-inspirator with me <laughs> to get our teachings to the whole of the planet. And then there's 60 of them in a deck, and if you want them, they're out there on the table. So you can pick them up out there. So mine says... tendency for that <laughs> you get some of these messages like one of the beautiful women this morning said this says I accept change <laughs> and do you and she said at times <laughs> it's like that's reality basically that's reality so if you say to somebody hey do you accept change well of course I go to unity it's like local 
because there's nobody who can all the time. But can we go in that direction? Yes. Can you go in that direction? Yeah, me too. Mine says, the future is unknown. <laughs> After all I've done for God. <laughs> I accept that. I accept the future is unknown. Like it's an organism unfolding itself. On its own timing. <laughs> on its own timing, unfolding itself. So then I can either accept that or what? Be frustrated, irritated, upset, pathetic, pitiful, mad, anxious, fearful, tormented, afraid, panicked, worried. And then when anxiety goes up, what happens to functioning? Welcome to regression and regress societies. So the higher anxiety goes, what happens to thinking and cognition? Disappears. And then from here, from the brain scientists, when we get anxious, it comes down here to that little teeny part of the brain that only lizards and um, snakes have. <laughs> the reptilian brain. So what's possible from the reptilian brain? Fight, flight, freeze. So we're re-stuck in that. Instead of like, hey, I gotta stay above the line on this. So as anxiety goes up and I can't wait till anxiety comes up and gets me by the throat. I gotta catch it when it comes in my toe. No, wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. I gotta restore myself here. I gotta regulate myself. And get above the line. Then it's like, then what's another option for me? So I see the consequences of the old way. How would it look? How would it radically be different in this very situation to stay above the line and think innovatively, creatively, resourcefully, thoughtfully. What's possible here? How else could I be with this? How else could I see this? How else could I respond here? Which holds all the power in the universe. All the power in the universe within you to say, hey, what's another option? And then to go in that direction, even with the allure, even with the evidence for how unkind <laughs> she is. This is one of my favorite parts, particularly among us spiritual types. <laughs> when somebody's not kind to you and you believe they should be kind to you, how do you react to them? They'll call this part true confessions of the spiritual types. Avoid them. How else do you anger? Frustration. Teach them a lesson in kindness. 
Thank you. 